everybody, my name is Tanner Sherlock. This is Players Creative Procrastinators. I'm here with my good friend, Aaron the Rock Leal. Nope, that's not you. If you are not a rock, you are not hard or fast. Aaron the Paper Leal. That's a lot better. Last we left off, we said we were going to work on skills, but we didn't want to just do that because we felt that wouldn't be enough. So Aaron and I worked a little bit more, but we'll get to that later. Yes. We also said we were yes. going to discuss some movies. Uh-huh. Uh, well, specifically one movie, and that was End Only of the, the Brave. Brave. Nope, Only the Brave. Uh, <laughs> spoiler alert, guess what, guys? Aaron didn't watch it. Okay, but I had a good reason this time. <laughs> Why was that, Aaron? It's because it's not even on Netflix. And if it's not on Netflix, it doesn't exist. It, That's how I, that works. Did you want me to go on Amazon and buy it for two ninety nine? No. You have, don't you have, like, a full-time job? Anyways, it was too expensive, and so I just decided not to watch it. Yeah, and then we, we I was like, okay, if you're not going to watch that, then watch another movie. There was this 9-11 movie with Nicolas Cage, right? Because you want to combine Nicolas Cage's acting with 9-11. I am of the opinion, I've mm-hmm. said this other places, I believe, yes. that Nick Cage is a legitimately good actor. Mm-hmm. He, he takes some garbage movies, but he oh, gives yeah. it his 110 every time, bro, and... He's been in some, like, really good stuff. Name, like, a, name a really good movie he's been in. Face Besides, Off. Oh. Okay. Fa- face Off. All right, Face Off's pretty good. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I watched Film of the Brave, so I want to talk about it. Please let me know what the hell is this movie and why did you want me to watch it <laughs> for, like, four weeks so bad? <laughs> it's been, like, six. Whatever. Only the Brave is this firefighting movie about the... Oh, God. I think they're called the Granite Mountain granite mountain hot shots which yeah basically i watched um, the trailer yeah they uh it's it looks really pretty it looks like a good movie it is great. based on that trailer it has a really good cast too um so it's about this hotshot team uh fighting fires throughout god i think arizona and other parts of the southwest mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um hot shots which i didn't know before this movie uh are the firefighters that start controlled fires in order to burn the like plants and other like uh flammable matter in an mm. area to stop fires. Oh, so they start the fire. Well, they, it was always burning since the world was turning. No, they start the fire. It's a movie about that, and it's really good. And it deals with not just firefighting, but also, um, you know, relationships, family, um, you know, recovering from addiction, right. a bunch of stuff. It's a really good right. movie. Um, it has a sad ending that is true to real life. It's based off of a real story. He dies? Uh, all, uh, yeah. I was going to make a joke. And then I was like, oh, there was room for a joke here, huh? <laughs> well, um, humor makes light of a lot of different kinds of situations. Um, yeah, I, I'm not going to spoil the movie for you because you should watch it eventually. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, regarding what we could take away from that movie. Um, yes, how is this relevant to um, escaping disasters and whatnot? So um, it's an interesting movie because the one of the main characters finds purpose within fighting fires. And I think that's kind of an interesting concept is fighting finding purpose through dealing with these like major events and that's kind of Mm -hmm. a a common theme throughout a lot of disaster movies we Mm -hmm. talked about this um is that disasters often represent something other than a natural disaster right um and so in only what do you mean by that so i can't come up with a specific example off the top of my head but oftentimes um a disaster won't like like, things will be getting worse with the disaster as character relationships will be getting worse. So, say a father and son are dealing with a um, 
tsunami right mm -hmm. and like tsunami just keeps getting worse and worse and they keep yelling at each other and getting mad mm -hmm. and then like the the end of act two the point of no return mm -hmm. is like um the dad pushes the sun the sun falls into the water and then the tsunami just freaks out right it goes <laughs> uh -huh. everywhere, right that's a really extreme example but that's the tsunami not just being a tsunami but also representing their relationship in a so physical way relationships are tied to the disaster they're dealing with oftentimes yes and that's pretty sick yeah i it, didn't notice that yeah it's really interesting stuff um so i'm not saying we put that in the game directly but dealing with that sort of thing where relationships can be reflected in the disaster oh uh, my might, god yeah it might be something worth investigating if you're if you're um if your players influence disaster, so like if you have a chaotic player who's yeah. an asshole yeah. and it gets worse, yeah, exactly. You're not telling them, but it's solely because of them. Yeah, exactly. And so, we can talk about that later. That's not. What, I just wanted to point that out because I think it's really interesting. Right. Um, but we can work on. And that. then, like to meta game, uh -huh. if you were like, if you knew the rules already, you would be like super kind to your to your other players. Yeah, that's interest. That's an interesting dynamic. In order to yeah. calm down the storm. Right. That's weird. Yeah, it is. I. I I want to think about this more, but now's not the time. <laughs> now's not the time. We have other stuff to talk about. Uh, like so, my movies. Oh, yes, that's right. So Aaron, having not watched any of the movies I asked him to, decided, mm -hmm. hey, I'm going to find some movies that I've seen, and I'll talk about those. Exactly. So Aaron. So first up, we have Wally. -E. Oh, my God. Now hear me out. Now, Wally, Christ. if you remember what Earth looks like in the beginning of the movie, before he's with Eve, um, it's pretty fucked up. And it's a very interesting way of looking at environmental building, uh -huh. right? Uh -huh. Because okay. there's so much stuff that he, like, you know, like, beep boop, like, rolls around and interacts with. And so he can maybe look at the environment that Wally builds uh -huh. um, and, and, and bring it over to our game, so, right? world building. You're talking yeah. about world building. Yes. Um, interesting. Okay, I'll let you keep talking. Thank God. Because the second movie is Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> oh my fucking God, Aaron. Now, what we're going to tie here is, um, so we've talked about um, world building and establishing worlds that are interesting yeah, and uh -huh. disaster related. I want to Now, in Pirates of the uh, Caribbean, we the have... Caribbean? Caribbean. Um, we have interesting and dynamic ways of interacting with the environment. Sure. Um, such as that one scene where they're like, you know, there's like a huge fucking whirlpool and they're both being sucked into it and they're like fighting and like dealing with water and dealing with like the whirlpool. Or like maybe that scene where like they're like, mm, mm, like trying to tilt the ship, you know, like running back and forth uh -huh. and they flip it upside down. Or, or maybe that one scene where, like, there's a giant fucking wheel, and they're, like, you know, running, and, like, they're on it, and they're fighting in it, and then, like, and the crab guy gets squished, and then... You know, it's funny, because I <laughs> think of all the movies you could have picked, uh -huh. this is the... Not the weirdest one, but this came out of left field for me. I didn't expect you to fucking name drop Pirates of the Caribbean as a disaster uh -huh. movie, right? Um, but it deals with but, disaster no, related. No, the whirlpool thing you said about them having to deal with the disaster and then fighting things and mm -hmm. like like multitasking like that. That's interesting. Like that's an interesting thing, thing to bring up. Mm -hmm. Everything else you said was asinine. <laughs> no, because you mean Wally? No, not Wally. I mean about parts of the Caribbean. Wally's only slightly stupid. Like what you said. I mean, I've never okay. actually finished the movie. So, so you take. Uh huh. A post-apocalyptic world. Yep. And you and you try to take the interactions that Pirates of the Caribbean 
uh-huh. does, uh-huh. and you put them together, and you make, um, you know, a disaster game where you're interacting <laughs> with the the environment so in a cool way. Are you saying that our game is now about the post-apocalypse? No. I'm just saying that in times of extreme... Distress? Disasters. Sure. Um, it feels post-apocalyptic sometimes. You know, like Waterworld. Okay. Sure. And like with volcanoes going off and like ash or smoke or okay. fog. That's again, it feels otherworldly. You, you, you're, you're pulling yourself back up. You make stupid like comments and then you're just like saying good things. That's me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a communications major, so I should be able to tie anything together. It yeah, it doesn't show, but I'm glad that you've brought up some good points because I really thought you did, weren't going to at first. So, you know, think about that. Um, we'll ruminate on it. Into the Brave is cool and all. Only the Brave. <laughs> but, People you dying. know, if you think about Wally and Pirates of the Caribbean, you can see that um, some real true inspiration through those movies. Um, I want you to watch Only the Brave and feel bad after, like, no! having finished it. I want you to feel so bad for what you're saying. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah, movies to think about. Um, there's a lot of movies that yeah. um, they could apply to disaster-related scenarios. Yeah, and we'll keep discussing that. Mm-hmm. Um, as we do more research. Also, speaking of disasters and feeling like an ant, um, call of yeah. Cthulhu. Yes. So we, one of the, last week we gave ourselves more homework. Or last yes. two two weeks ago, yes. we gave ourselves more homework, and we said we were gonna read through Call of Cthulhu because it deals with the idea of humans dealing with things that are larger than themselves. Yes. And um, we did. Yes, I read the abridged um, seventh edition rules. Um, I read like the important parts and skimmed the rest just because i didn't have too much time did you get into the um the adventure part where they talked about describing it like they were you know yeah you're talking about like the pre-made adventure they have right at the end of the rules yes um no i didn't read through that but did you i did oh perfect baby so we'll go we'll go like through mechanics and then we'll get to that does that sound good sure after you sir um what really obviously like what Call of Cthulhu is really well known for is um, the sanity system that they have in the game, um, which is interesting, right? I mean, it's obviously like very Lovecraftian to have a sanity system in a game, and I'm, it's a fascinating piece of game design. Mm-hmm. But um, that got me thinking more about the anarchy system that we've talked about um, because they're related in a way. Yes. Um, and it also got me thinking about a morality system for characters because I don't think sanity is necessarily... Um, a good verb to have in our game, but mm-hmm. a morality system might be. Mm-hmm. So the sanity system got me really thinking about different, um, uh, m- like psychological mechanics we could have. Okay, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, you know, we w- as we work. Like, I'm glad I read it because as we work more on the game, we can discuss more and use that as influence. Mm-hmm. Um, some other things I noticed: uh, the way that Call of Cthulhu deals with combat might be worth looking into as well because it's not necessarily something you want to do you know what i mean it's a bad example well no it's not like um it's not like the combat system is bad necessarily i haven't played it so i can't say that for sure right but it the combat system basically is not realistic but it's just like you don't want to fight because you could die does right. that make sense and so I think carrying that notion over to our game might be worthwhile as well because like 
it we're portraying survivors right in a mm-hmm. disaster scenario and i think fighting should be discouraged because you know it's bad to get in fights and also you could easily die you know what i mean D right. has very unrealistic combat it's very you know fantasy which is fine for what it is right mm-hmm. but um in a game like call of cthulhu or our game i don't think combat should be encouraged absolutely not we, so, we talked about that last time how yeah. you shouldn't be trying to fight everything you see exactly or like do like six stunts like over yeah, exactly. the lava or whatever so yeah and i think like looking at call of cthulhu's combat system when we eventually like you know work on it might mm-hmm. be really worth doing um because it you know it de-incentivizes combat which is what i think we need to do as it should mm-hmm. because <laughs> combat sucks exactly well combat yeah sure mm-hmm. not gonna go into that statement sure um so aaron yes what are That's your thoughts me. my thoughts are are thusly mm-hmm. sir um i like the the words and mechanics they choose for the game i think it fits well like the yes. sanity yes um and also there's like certain um traits that like the monsters have there was like a swarm of rats and it could like overwhelm you they used the word overwhelm that's and i liked that word for what it was because um like you know similar to our game like if a if a wall of water like overwhelmed you or like overtook you like it swept you off your feet yeah, no, that um, very thematically, like, or aesthetically, rather, very aesthetically, like, fitting. Yeah, like, it, it, it makes sense that those words make, um, like, the, the things in the game seem more real. Yeah, they instill certain emotions versus, like, saying um, the water attacks you or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like... denotes very different things. Right, so I, I really like that. So I think choosing our words when it comes to um, interacting with the environment and interacting with um, disasters should be something that's really good that we don't just like yeah like i haven't thought about that that's really good inside aaron you you make good points thank you sir and thusly um um i I also like their character creation because it's similar to what we're trying to do where they have they have you like um there's like pre pre not pre there's um there are things they recommend right um like archaeologists or whatever right and yeah. they, occupations is what they call them yes so they, they yeah they recommend occupations and then they recommend um like eight skills that you could choose for that occupation that makes sense together right um and i think uh, but you could also do your own thing you can just have your own occupation and then pick skills that make sense yes. for who you are and yeah that's actually thank you for reminding me because that's another thing i really liked about the game and that we should totally look at because that's pretty much what we were talking about that's like that's what we're doing is exactly. we're 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 not we don't have classes you just sort of you are who you are like whoever yeah. you want to make yeah like as far as i can tell from the game having not played it um occupation doesn't matter too much other than like for roleplay reasons and that's yeah what we were leaning towards too yeah like all it is is just picking skills yes to to buff or like to what do you know yeah you to know, plus get two better or, at it yeah um and so similar in our game like you're gonna have you're gonna have your character um you're gonna have like like what is you know who is your character and then you're gonna pick skills um that make sense for you right mm-hmm. like that was sort of the goal to have like a like a limitless character creation where you can just throw it together anything and make right and make um make your own thingy right yeah no 100 percent um good again good insight 
Um, okay. And then the last thing was um, in the beginning of the of the like pre-written campaign, um, they used the word overwhelm, which I talked about, and I liked. Yes. And then they also like there's also this thing where like um, you know like you're stepping on floorboards that are old, and then like they they break right, and you fall through to, only to discover like well, there's a hidden place down here. And so that makes sense in that game. It also makes sense in D&D because D&D and that game are about discovering and, right. like, hidden stuff. Whereas we can take that same scenario where there's, like, you know, rotten floorboards and instead of you discovering stuff, now it's it's negative. Like, you fall through the floorboards and now right. you're just trapped in the basement right. and, like, and flood water's coming in. Yeah. Right? So, totally. So we can take similar situations and then... Um, you know, twist them because now all of a sudden, like finding a secret room or being locked in somewhere, um, isn't necessarily cool anymore because right. yeah, uh, times are ticking. So it's like, That's it's a good point. Subverting player expectations of what a tabletop game will usually encourage by doing stuff like that, like finding a secret chest. It's not full of anything important. And by the way, because you're finding the secret chest, water's coming at you. Or yeah, like it's that. so it's like. What you would normally do um, doesn't work in this game because it's you're just people and yes. you're just trying to you're just trying to survive. Um, like it's really cool that you're in the basement and you found like a you know a, a ceremonial spoon. Right. But um, that's not going to help you very much. Right. Exactly. Um, and that also like this also brings up another thing that we haven't discussed, Aaron. Yeah. Do huh? you want? to make yes. a pre-made adventure for the game i mean like not you specifically but should we do you think we should include that let me think about this I was probably that was impressive thank you um i wrote an entire pre-written <laughs> a pre-written here i'll show you yeah uh-huh mm -hmm. um so this is where you go through the um yeah tornado oh the, yeah this the, is going the, through the tornado this is the giant at the top of tornado it's sort of like wait um, hold on the beanstalk thing yeah wait and wait. then Wait, two Oop. seconds. Wait, no, what does that say? Don't <laughs> what worry about it. No, what does that say? That's on page 69 of my notebook. Don't worry about it. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. Um, Aaron wrote down, I like PP. I did okay. not. That's okay. That's not true. Aaron is a PP. This so is slander. Okay. Uh, so, what? Yes, we should do one. <laughs> we should do a pre-written one, um, even if it's like a smaller one-shot. Yes, I just agree. something to get like a GM or GM like acclimated to the game or and like, huh? Acclimated to the game, yes. Yes, and the scenarios that they will likely build for their players mm -hmm. and the players that what the players will experience. I agree. Yeah. Come on. Um. Okay. Awesome. So, Call of Cthulhu, good game. Uh, very interesting read. I'm glad we did it. We did something for once that we both read it. Yeah. Woo! Good for us. Let's celebrate. Let's We've go done buy one a cake. thing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Okay, so now we worked on some stuff. Aaron. Yes, sir. Um, you did a lot of talking now, so I will start with my thing. Yes, so, I need to relax. Yes. I worked on a progression system for the game. Uh, Holy shit! Basically, um, just a leveling system. Yes, sir. Uh, I'll get. We'll get more into how this works with skills later. Um, but suffice to say, um, we have a maximum. We have a level cap of t level 10, right? So you start at level one in theory. I mean, 
you can start at any level but mm-hmm. the first level is level one obviously and the max level is level 10 um yes so for levels one through five um it requires 50 experience to level up const like 50 experience for to get from level one to level two 50 to, from level two to level three 50 for level three to level four etc perfect so instead of gradually like the amount of xp you need gradually increasing it stays static and the reason i thought this might be interesting to do is one because it's not done in your typical trpg um because you're not necessarily like like in D D, it's again very fantasy based and so it makes sense that things get keep like keep getting harder and harder for you to do because it's like you're doing crazy things like new magic and new like thieving things and it's like you're insane. Crazy. yeah exactly you're crazy um but in our game it's a little bit more realistic and getting better at things isn't gradually harder necessarily like it doesn't have to be sometimes it takes like it takes just as much effort to get like good at like being a mechanic as it does to get good at like electrical well that's a lie Uh Uh, but to get good at different stuff right like it's not necessarily like a it keeps getting harder and harder because we have the skill based like skill point based system i think it makes sense for at least for a while for it to not gradually get harder and for it just to be static now that also means yes the way we distribute experience has to be static among all levels um mind you like just because otherwise you'd be leveling up insane and like insanely right Mm -hmm. say like level one so like what i'm saying is level one through level five you should only get experience you know like 10 experience per like thing or whatever right right instead of like level one 10 experience level four 80 because then it's like whoa like you just leveled up twice you know what i mean yes um so the leveling system specifically one through five it takes 50 experience mm-hmm. um five to six uh six to seven and seven to eight takes 100 experience mm-hmm. and eight to nine and then nine to ten is 150 experience so, so 50 yeah. then at the bottom end it is 50 100 50 and then 100 and then 150 at yes. the last two levels yes so um it's tiered based it's based in tiers again because we love our tiers Tier- yeah, we love our tiers here on this show. That was not intentional. It just happened. First tiers fit these? But for 101 fit? That's crazy. Bro. I know, bro. Um, So that's currently what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we'll play test it as this will probably change as we, um, you know, make the game. Mm-hmm. Just because that's how gaming game design works. Yes. I made a game over the finals. I designed a tabletop game. You did. And I learned a lot from that. Apparently so. Yes, and so <laughs> I, I learned that things change. It's it is a constantly changing document as you work. So You did that in like a day or something? About three days. It was a lot of work. Um I worked probably at least eighteen hours on that. Probably six, about six hours a day. It was a lot, but it was fun. And I'm glad I did it because I have a lot of experience and a lot more experience I should say now. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, that's currently a leveling system. Mm-hmm. Now, yes. um, do you mind if I talk about skill points and then we talk about skills? Do it, man. So, I'm here for you. Thanks, man. <laughs> so um, how it works is, obviously, we've talked about it being a point-by system. So um, each – yeah, okay. So for skill points, you start with mm-hmm. seven skill points. Yes. Um, and At first level. Yes. And then um, – you get two skill points per level as you level up mm-hmm. um, for a maximum of 25 skill points. Yes. Um, 
Yeah. And Why 25? Um, because we wanted to limit, like, we didn't want players to be able to do everything in the game. We wanted them to need each other, right? Mm-hmm. So having a player that can do 15 of the 20 skills that we have mm-hmm. seemed ridiculous and like it would break the game right so 25 is the cap so that you can only be good at like really good at a few things mm-hmm. you can be kind of good at more things and mm-hmm. just okay at even more right but specializing and working with people is still probably the optimal way to play the game so with a cap at 25 skill points yes. mm-hmm. you can you can't be a god no you'll just be exactly you'll just be like a normal guy you might be good at a few things but you know you might not necessarily great at everything. Hell yeah. Which, you know, I think was uh, the right way to go about it. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Aaron. Yes. You did skills. I did do skills. Um, so, with all that in mind, um, I went through the GURP system for skills. Yes. Which we previously established is a general universal role-playing system. Um, so, GURPS has a bunch of skills that you can look up and some of them are more helpful than others in our game like um like they had like you know hypnosis as a skill that you could have or or (laughs) you know um piloting like you know planes and shit hypnosis freaks me out um i could never do it 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 weirds me out Um, on a side note i'm sorry sir it's okay i just it's weird oof I'm yeah, because you're being hypnotized. Yeah. I would think it's a little weird. No, but like people do it voluntarily, and I'm just like, why? Because they want to, they want to, you know, take a step out of the body and go somewhere else. That's I don't think that's how that works. Um, well, no judgment if you want to do it. It's, I just don't get it at all. Um, well, the good thing is it's not going to be in our game. <laughs> exactly, because, that's what matters. Um, because uh, skills like that didn't really make sense, so I chose twenty, um, skills. That you can have um, throughout the game. 20 being 20. The reason it's 20. (laughs) And here it is. The reason why it's 20. Is because we just talked about how the skill cap is. um, 25 skill points. 25 skill points. And so there's, you know, 5 skill points per skill. Mm -hmm. Follow me here. Yep. Which means you can only, maxed out, you Mm -hmm. can only be a god at five out of the 20 things i have on this list at max level correct you will only be a god at five out of 20 of these yes everything is intentional follow me here so the skills are acrobatics enthrallment now i know that one's kind of a weird one so let me explain enthrallment um contains captivate persuade suggest and sway emotions so that's going to be like a catch-all for um, soft skills and like talking to people, whether you want to captivate them, like sort of like, you know, um, like acting, if you want to persuade them, you know, if you want to suggest something to them, um, sway emotions, like those are all yep. soft skills. Moving forward. Yes, sir? I was going to say, they're just all looped in enthrallment. Yes, they're also all under enthrallment, so it's all under one skill. And then there's animal handling. We love it. We need it. We want to interact with animals. Yeah, That's who just, doesn't love animals? Everyone wants that skill, and I want it, and now it's in this game. Yep. Um, architecture. Mm. Okay. Melee combat. Okay. Punch uh-huh. things. Um, ranged combat. Shoot things. Yes. Artist. That one's kind of vague. What is an artist? Mm-hmm. I guess we'll find out. Biology. Okay. Engineering. Stealth, swimming, climbing, 
first aid. That one's important because yeah. everyone should at least be on the first take of first aid, ideally, so that you, you can, can heal, heal each other. Yeah. Um, if nobody picks first aid, you're just fucked. Yeah. Um, then the last like five or so is driving, electronics, gambling, history. <sighs> I hate history. Um, naturalist that will include um, naturalist will include stuff like mm-hmm. um, cooking and um, I guess anything re- like heavily related to nature or so predicting like identifying plants and stuff like that. Yes, identifying plants or predicting weather patterns. I guess um, could be under mm-hmm. naturalist um, navigation and then religion. Yes, religion is in here. Why Boy. I I feel like. Re- it just needs to be a skill. I don't know. Sure, you don't have to. You don't have to like clarify. It's okay. Well, they're <laughs> clarify. You're funny because it's religion. Yeah, um, um, they're clerics. Yeah, I got it. Um, so, mind you, this is tentative. That's just a work working list, right? This is our um, working list of twenty. Yeah, and again, it will likely change as we design the game because that's just how it works. Um, mm-hmm. I have a couple of thoughts already. Oh, yeah? And we could talk about it off air. Oh. Talk about the results. So deep thoughts? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. That's the work we've done uh, over the past two weeks. We, I was really busy. I had finals. And, you know, Aaron has a job, so. I was not as busy, but I was doing server training to Ooh be boy. a server boy. Oh, boy. Um, so, I had to, like, memorize, like, what's in a fucking, like, you know, like a, mm-hmm. like a margarita, right? Which is Jose Cuervo tequila triple sec and a splash of amaretto on the slide slide so you, slide do you wide. pour um just... that's kind of a personal question but um <laughs> what I, no i don't pour myself but if i'm at a table and they ask what kind of um alcohol is in a drink i have to be able to to rattle it off got it okay um you know off the dome right yeah, yeah i get you so um, i had to memorize that and i had to memorize fucking um you know what's in all of our foods and what is gluten-free and what is not nah, it's right. just boy boy oh boy <laughs> yep love learning the intricacies of olive garden um the olive garden menu mm-hmm. all of them so yes. um with that out of the way we still have a lot to work on we do um i in my classes we learned about this uh sub this idea of a minimum viable product which mm-hmm. is to say um what the product needs in order like the primary features what the product needs in order to deliver the primary features that it intends to offer right yeah so basically um the minimum viable product of this game is the minimum we need for it to be entirely playable right Mm -hmm. it can't be missed like missing any vital components um any like extraneous or secondary mechanics can be missing as long as um they don't like directly affect the primary like gameplay like mm-hmm. the primary loop of the game per se right right so um that being said uh the following things are what we need to work on um in order for the to reach that point of minimum viable product yes um so we need to work on abilities we'll True. Just talk about that in a second the disaster creation system that we've talked about talked about mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. the health system for you know players mm-hmm. uh, and npcs um, the anarchy system that we talked about before. Right. Um, and player stats. So, you know, in D&D, strength, dexterity, charisma. Didn't we have those? Uh, we talked about them, but we never 
hammer them down. I thought we did. Uh, Didn't I write them right here? Yeah, you did. But I'm looking at them. <laughs> I want to talk about them more. Okay, we'll talk about them more. <laughs> yeah, because that's just like that's more information for another episode. Okay. Um. So real quick, we'll go down that list. Um. Just talk briefly about you know what we've discussed so far. Mm-hmm. So for abilities, um, when our current system for upgrading your skills, yeah. um, is that each skill has five um levels to it basically. Yes. Um, to get to rise, you know, by one level, you use a skill point. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the first. For how it works is levels one through five. Level yes. one, you upgrade it, you get an ability, right? Mm-hmm. A new ability that you can use based off of that skill. Yes. Level two, you get a bonus to using that ability. Uh-huh. Level three, you get an ability. Level mm-hmm. four, you get a bonus. And level five, you get an ability. Okay. So um, when we say abilities, that's what we're referring to. Again, a tentative system. This is what we're thinking. We like it so far, but we'll see as we work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I referred to when I said abilities. So when you're leveling up your skills... When you get to one, three, and five, you, you get, get new abilities. abilities, and then at two and four, you just get uh, um, bonuses. bonuses to yes. your to your draws. Correct. Um, so the disaster creation system, a system for creating disasters. Um, not only that, but maybe like the manipul- manipulation of disasters and how to like how they change over time. Maybe um, mm-hmm. again, something we need to talk about. You know, work on. Um, we'll see. Should I talk about my example abilities before we move yes. on? Yes. Yes, you had example abilities. I have three different categories of I example haven't heard abilities. These yet, so I'm excited. All right. So everybody Don't disappoint me. Now, when I said architecture, you probably thought that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would I ever want to level up architecture in a disaster scenario, right? Yep. That's what everybody's thinking. Yeah. So the first ability you get. Um, would be that you know the entrances and the exits of whatever ever building you're in because okay. while studying an architecture you'll know like where you would put emergency exits or exits at all fair enough that's a bit strong but we can work on balance later sure um another ability they can have is you can gauge the structural integrity of the building just by um, knowing the components of the building okay the third one is um Actually, I don't have a third one for architecture because I moved it to a different one, which I'll talk about in a second. Okay. Um, so those are two possible abilities for architecture that yes. will impact the game a lot if you want to level up into it, right? Right. Um, for biology, now, this one's a little bit weird. For biology, why would we... Here, I'll tell you right now. So one of the levels could be you can sustain your level of health for like a number of hits. So if you would normally drop a stage in your health, you can sustain your health, um, and the, the interesting the dis- because the description is that you're using um, medicine or precautions through biology to sure. to you know like antibiotics or whatever or like I don't know to mm-hmm. to prevent you from um, dropping a level of health. Interesting concept. Okay. Um, um, so yeah, that's what we're referring to when we say abilities. Um, and then our ability they could do for biology is that you can, with like a certain number of minutes of like concentration or inspection, you can um, understand local flora and fauna um, in your area. So you can speak to them. You no, you can, you can't speak to them. You you just know um, the types of yeah about them. The types of flora and fauna 
are in the area. And if we want to do a naturalist spin where, um, you know, you mm-hmm. can like do stuff with with plants to help your to help your um, your party, then that's cool too because um, yes. then you know what plants are available, right? Right. If you have biology and naturalist. Um, the, the third one is kind of weird, I understand, because I was looking at biology, and the, the longer I looked at biology, the cooler this one sounds to me. Um, you can have a genetic mutation. What? So, if you're max level biology, you can have a genetic mutation. Now, they don't have to be, like, game-breaking, like, super villains or superheroes. <laughs> Just something like, um, like, you have a higher heat tolerance. Okay. Like something, something minor, right? Okay. That way, it's not like, whoa, he's a he's a mutant. Blah, yeah, right? I know. I was like, you said that, and my immediate thought was so like, you can breathe underwater. Like that's kind of maybe not. Maybe good. you can breathe underwater like more than other people, but like you mean hold your breath. Yes, yes, yes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> maybe you can hold your breath more than other people. Aaron, are you an alien? But can you breathe underwater? No, I yes. Um, <laughs> but um, actually, water breathing would probably be more under the swimming category if you were like you can't breathe underwater no matter what what i mean holding your breath oh Oh, my god yeah i was like bro what are you talking about so genetic mutations will be minor and maybe there's only like you know two or three of them and they're very minor but um are mutations um anyways and the last one is engineering that i worked on because i was looking at all the stem ones (laughs) so why would i want engineer you fucking idiot well here i'll tell you right now there's three categories, uh-huh. civil engineering, robotics engineering, and geological engineering. Okay. I actually did some fucking research into these That's categories. impressive. Now, with civil engineering... Engineering. <laughs> engineering. Um, y- similar to knowing the entrances and exits of a building, mm-hmm. with civil engineering, you know the the nearest... You know, like, the, the roads, the sewers, dams, and the pipelines affected by the current disaster. Okay. Um, so that's just like, you just have like innate knowledge of your, of your area, right? Sure. Um, specific to, um, civilians, right? The other one is robotics. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you, sir? No. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> you were yawning. Yeah, because it's early in the morning. I know. It's well, early. it was. Um, robotics engineering. Now this is similar to genetic mutation. I want you to take a second. <laughs> you can create a robot. Hold on. Okay. You can create a robot. Hold on. Okay. With a simple task. Uh-huh. So similar to Mage Hand in D&D where you can have... Or like the fucking robot, the butter slicing robot in Rick and Morty. Yes. It can do like one thing simply. Like, like... it can just go forward and like send you back a beep if if it's something's there, right? Or like... <laughs> okay. Like um it can i'm uh, not like super against this so it's a good thing these are all stuff we can work on later so together. similar to genetic mutation where it'll be like a very short list or a very like simple list of things that could they couldn't sure right and the last one i have for engineering was geological engineering um this one is so that um you know the nearest safe location for your party Regardless of where you are in the town, you know the nearest location that is okay. like the safest. Okay. Because you are um, learned in geological engineering, you know how they would have um, structured the city, right? Okay. Um, Interesting. Thoughts. Not bad. I like the direction you're going. Uh, obviously, you know we have a lot more to work on. Of course. Um, I think ability should be one of the last things we work on, actually, because they're basically manipulations to the system. 
Right. We but, need a system. Yes, to anyway. manipulate. Yeah. So, um, but I like what your where your head's at. Keep, Thank you. Keep keep going at it. Oh boy, I will. <laughs> um, okay, so we talk about desecration, health system. Uh, we're doing that in tears. Yes. Uh, need to work on that. Mm-hmm. Um, the anarchy system. We need to talk about a lot about that. Yes. Uh, How player- the NPCs are interacting with your players. Yes, based off of this is really important. Yep. And then the player stats, which we can iron out very quickly, hopefully. And easy because yes. we already kind of have them right exactly. there i'm looking at them yeah but we need to like link them to skills and whatnot if that's yeah. what we want to do There's... to make sure that um they make sense with that list exactly of 20 skills yes um so aaron your homework yes sir is to read at least the core rules of castle falkenstein mm-hmm. which is the system as a reminder to the audience the system that we based our deck system off of mm-hmm. i will do so as well we will talk about what that's does mm-hmm. okay um for what we have to do for next episode yes um we will iron out the player stats how they're connected to the skills and whatnot mm-hmm. and then we will discuss and iron out or you know iron out before the show and then we'll discuss a lot of ironing yes um i love ironing we will discuss and iron out mm-hmm. the health system so player stats health system yes are we both doing that or are we doing one-on-one um so i've we can talk about this later. All right, all right. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Health system, Castle Falkenstein. Yes. Uh, play stats. That's our yes. homework. So, awesome. We have our work. We will be back in two weeks. You can't see it, but I'm already dancing because the intro music is in my head. I feel like I mean, tonight. Outro nah, music. Nah, 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 nah. Um, yeah. How's it go? Beep boo boo bop. No, boo 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 bop. Beep boo bop. We're gonna make a game. Or. <laughs> we're gonna make a game. Or die trying. Or go bankrupt. Is it